From TV6 News, it's Descubre with Monse. I'm Monse Ricosa. Descubre means discover, and I'm here to help you discover more about diverse topics in the United States. Welcome to Descubre with Monse's fifth episode, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is celebrated in the United States on the fourth Thursday of November. November is also Native American Heritage Month. To understand more about the holiday and what it means to Native Americans, I asked Joe Ironshield to join me. Joe is the co-founder of Sage Sisters of Solidarity, a group of indigenous women united against injustice based in Davenport, Iowa. We see and hear many terms used like Native American, Indian, Native Indian, and Indigenous. I wanted to make sure I understood the differences in terminology and know what Jo prefers to call herself. I feel more comfortable with claiming myself to be Indigenous. Um, I feel it's a, more of an example of we're one with Earth, uh, we're one with Mother Earth, so I just feel that that's more appropriate. Mm -hmm. um, and plus all of that, knowing that, that we were, you know, the, pretty much the first nation here in this continent. Mm -hmm. And with this month being Native American Heritage Month, how do you celebrate it or how do you want others to take part in it? Well, I personally don't celebrate Thanksgiving, but I know a lot of family members do uh, celebrate and friends celebrate, but, um, I, I don't I don't agree with it. Thanksgiving is actually a very hard subject for me. To me, it's Thanksgiving is um, something that sounds good, but it, to me, it's based on lies, um, slaughter, um, rape, genocide. I that's what I that's what I feel it is. Um, you know, Thanksgiving Day to me is a day of mourning for our people. Um, you know, those are the days that we have to remember our elders that were taken from taken from us, and that that right there, I just don't understand how you can sit around a table and, and celebrate that day. And I think with our education system, at least you know, in elementary school, a lot of the kids are taught that everybody sat around a table, ate turkey together, and then you know later on they learn about what actually happened. How do you feel about the education system kind of portraying it that way? Well, I think they, I think they, pretty much white might what do you want to call romanticize the whole situation. Um, I don't know if it's because they just didn't know how to deal with is explaining it to children, mm -hmm. but being indigenous and growing up and then finding out the truth behind it uh, through my own people, my elders, that that was that was upsetting. It, it really upset me, made me mad. You know, it's, I don't understand why our culture is not being taught. Mm -hmm. Why isn't the truth being taught in schools? And I, I just don't understand that there's no history books uh, really for any, for kids that age. After hearing Joe say that, I went to Davenport Public Library and asked for as many children's books with the topic of Thanksgiving as I could get my hands on. I found not many books even discussed Native Americans dying due to the English settlers. I was given eight books for kids with reading levels from kindergarten to fifth grade, those books spreading from two dozen pages to 50. After reading the books, I found they had more details than I had originally anticipated, which included naming the specific tribe of Native Americans, the Wampanoags. Most of us think of Thanksgiving as parades and football, and that's shown in the children's books. Half of them reference them specifically. All of the books mention the food involved in the holiday, turkey in particular, and the fact that you spend the day with your family. 
On what seems to be the other side of Thanksgiving surprisingly is shown in some of the books. Five of the eight books included the tribe's name. Six listed one specific Native American, Squanto. He seemed to be the Native American who helped the pilgrims the most in these books, showing pilgrims how to farm and cultivate food. Three of the books called Native Americans as such. Four books called them Indians. One book titled Thanksgiving Day, written in 1999, said, quote, Peaceful pilgrims were looking for a new land to live in and not mean people. Five of the books referenced the amount of pilgrims who died and didn't touch on any Native Americans dying. Two books, one of which was the most recent, did mention Native Americans lived in the United States before the pilgrims came and, quote, got taken over. The longest and most descriptive book with an indigenous protagonist was Squanto and the First Thanksgiving, written in 1983. It followed Squanto and how the first Thanksgiving impacted him and his tribe. It specifically touched on him being sold into slavery, first referencing the pilgrims as, quote, Englishmen, who didn't know how to farm, and how his village died because of the white men's plague, or what we know as smallpox. I mean, you mentioned that, you know, you had to learn about your history through your elders. Did you, at your schooling, what was that like? Did you go to a school in the Quad Cities at all? Yeah, I went to school here in the Quad Cities. You know, I remember the teachers always uh, coming up to, to me and my siblings, you know, wanting us to be in the school play to play the Indians because, you know, they knew we were Native American, indigenous. Mm -hmm. And um, I, 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 I didn't like it. I didn't agree with it. And I always opted out to do it. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think that it was appropriate, you know? And not only that though, when I tried to explain to the teacher why I didn't do it, you know, they, they didn't want to hear what this child had to say. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully things, you know, might have changed by now. I'm hoping they have mm -hmm. and stuff. And I think a lot of teachers nowadays are more sensitive to that subject though. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I see that, I see that, I see that with my own grandchildren. And, uh, going to school now, you know, so they may not tell them all the truth yet, but mm -hmm. there's some truth, a little truth there. And when you were asked to be, you know, the Indian in the play, what, I mean, did you tell your parents about that? And what was that conversation like? Well, the first time I met, I was excited. Mm -hmm. I thought it was cool that, you know, I got asked to be in school yeah. play and I didn't sign up to do it. And um, I got home and I explained to my mother, you know, I was like, well, you know, I got picked to be a, you know, in the play. Mm -hmm. And um, when she found out it was to be playing one of the Indians, you know, she got really upset. Mm -hmm. And um, she says, well, what kind of Indian were you supposed to play? And she, I said, well, they chose me to be a princess. Well, she was like, well, we didn't have princesses, you know, mm -hmm. that, that didn't exist in, in, with our people, you know, and I don't think that's, a, you shouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. And um, she sat down for about the next hour and really explained to me what really happened. And it was very eye-opening, but I appreciate that now being older, mm -hmm. I'm glad she sat down and told me. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, it's, it's, it's it was very frustrating. Now it makes me upset, but you know, I just don't, I don't understand why they weren't more sensitive to that. And with your grandchildren, is that a conversation you or your child are going to have with them? We've already had those conversations with them. Mm -hmm. um, 
we already explain their cultures to them. Um, we let them know um, what happens, you know, what happened in the past and things like that. It's, we feel it's very important for them to know. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people kind of thought that maybe, you know, it wasn't too good of an idea because they were so young. But they comprehend. They, they he, they comprehend it very well. And when you sit and you explain to them, you know, on their terms, and how they would understand it, they understand. You know, and it it makes them sad, but they they now know. And I I wouldn't want them to celebrate something and they not know the truth behind it. And you know, that's something that happens a lot. You know, people have um, celebrations and holidays, mm -hmm. but people don't really know what the holidays are based on or what how it was even established. Um, yeah, that I I do I do have those conversations with our grandkids. Mm -hmm. Would you mind kind of giving me a run through of what you explained to them? I just told them that um, with Thanksgiving, you know. Um, with us being Native American, that the Native, honestly, that it didn't happen like that. You know, you didn't have happy pilgrims, you didn't have happy Native Americans or Indians or wh whichever they, um, we didn't sit around a table and, 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 you know, able to feast and things like that. It didn't happen. It, that, that is so romanticized. I, it frustrates me. Mm -hmm. But I just told them, I said, you know, the truth with what happened was, you know, they came here, the Europeans, the white people came here, and, you know, they didn't know how to farm. They didn't know how to, to keep food. They didn't know how to hunt properly. Mm -hmm. And since we already knew how to do that, we taught them, because being indigenous, that's who we are. Mm -hmm. We're we're very hosting. We're, we're, we we want to make sure if somebody's okay. That's just that's just us, mm -hmm. and once we showed them that, and they seen that this is something that they could do, and they knew they could overpower, then all of a sudden they start killing us off. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I just don't get that. And with you know, with I also told them that you know, with Thanksgiving, you know, it's just I think that's just you got to be blunt and you just kind of have to put put the truth out there that you know they they killed a lot of a lot of native americans mm -hmm. um and it, it's a, it's a sad thing it's a sad thing so we don't sit around the table and and celebrate thanksgiving in fact the national congress of native american indians shows that the indigenous population is really low the total american indian population is 0.9% of the united states when mixed with another race, American Indians grow to a little over 5 million people across the United States, or 1.7%. There's only just this, this little amount that's left. Mm -hmm. That had to have been a horrible, horrible thing that they had to live through. And to me, that's, we, I'm, my people are survivors of genocide. And I, I feel that, and I believe that. Um, uh, that's very, that's very sad and it's frustrating to, to have to think of that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Thanksgiving wasn't even a holiday until, you know, Abraham Lincoln became president in the, in the office, you know. She's talking about the origin of Thanksgiving, and I did some research. I found there were some discrepancies on the exact date of the first Thanksgiving, but it happened about 1621 with the Pilgrims and what many books called Indians. 
They were called Indians because Christopher Columbus was trying to find India and actually found what we now know as the Caribbean Islands, specifically the Bahamas. President Abraham Lincoln declared Thanksgiving as a national holiday in 1863 to unite the country. So, I mean, especially, I mean, seeing like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and getting a day off for it and exactly. all of the turkeys, I mean, there's hardly any recognition of no. the indigenous population and what they went through. It's a very sore subject with, with being indigenous. To me, it's, it's like pulling a scab off every year. Every year, they're, they're constantly pulling it back, uh, making us relive it, mm -hmm. but yet there's nothing in the history being taught of what they did did to the indigenous people. Right. So that, that right there is frustrating. And I think there has been some positive changes along the way with Indigenous Peoples Day starting to become more common in a lot of cities. I mean, do you want, I mean, how do you feel about Indigenous Peoples Days instead of Columbus Day? I think that, I think it should be Indigenous Day. I don't think Columbus Day should be a day. I don't understand why we would have to celebrate a person who got lost. You know, he, 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 didn't, he didn't discover anything. You can't mm -hmm. discover anything if there's already people here. Right. So, you know, as, if we can get that name taken off of it, yes, I'm, I'm gonna go for that. I'm gonna fight mm -hmm. for that. Um, you know, he, he was one of the main ones that slaughtered people and, and, and held some of them as slaves, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, the Christopher Columbus Day is not a day for me. I don't agree with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that everywhere should be changed. It should be changed in every state to Indigenous Day. Kind of sidestepping on this topic, but a lot of Indigenous representation, at least like in sports teams especially, I mean, you have like the Redskins and the Blackhawks and people like at music festivals mm -hmm. wear the headdresses. I mean, is that something that's a sore subject for your population? It's a, it's a sore subject for me. Um, it's a very sore subject for me uh, with the, as far as like the NFL and, and the baseball, uh, things like that, you know. I just think that if it was a face of another color, then there would be issues. It would be very big issues. Um, you know, it, if it hit a culture if they made a cartoon character out of our out of their faces, they wouldn't like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't understand why it's still being passed and why they're still allowed to use that. Mm -hmm. um, and as far as you know, headdresses and things like that, yeah, that's really frustrating for me to see and to hear. Um, I've had people tell me before that you know, oh, it's to honor the people. Well, then it should be a Native American or an Indigenous person that should be up there doing it, not you. So um, they could honor it all they want, but when you got most of the headdresses that they're sporting is usually dealing with some form of real eagle feathers, you know, that's, that's sacred to us. So to us, that's just mocking. It's mocking us and, and making fun of, of who we are. Mm -hmm. So what is a headdress or what does that represent? A headdress is, it was usually the, the chief of the, chief or usually warriors that got to wear them and you know for every brave thing that they have done or accomplished they got an eagle feather to put on there it is a, a, a form of bravery um, at least that's for my tribe that's that's what it represented and mm -hmm. stuff and uh, um, it's kind of like a, a status of of you know how brave they were mm -hmm. and with the sage sisters of solidarity what 
role does that play or what is that in the Quad Cities? I think, Sage, I think it has to do with a lot of just letting, informing the public. Um, we inform the public a lot about um, indigenous uh, appropriation, um, respect, the do's and don'ts, um, you know, um, and just want people to know our culture. You know, it's not something we want to keep, it's something we want to share. You know, if you share and you educate the community, then you most likely you'll get a positive response back. And so far we have gotten a great response back from the Quad Cities. Mm -hmm. You know, they have really uh, took us in about maybe three years ago we got started and we they have been supporting us the whole entire way. And because, yeah, I mean, at the Viva Quad Cities, I saw you playing the drums. I mean, what was the symbolism or what was the story behind that, those songs that you performed? Well, um, the the playing of the drum, you know, to us, that's the closest we can get to to um, being with mother mother's heartbeat. Mm -hmm. So to us, that's just, you know, kind of like volumizing her heartbeat for people to hear. Um, and as, as the songs that we sang, it was an honor song, um, just honoring the people, you know, that, you know, why we were there and thank you for, for, you know, letting us get the little bit we had there. And the other one was a warrior song, you know, for, for us trying to let the Mexican community know that, you know, we are here with you, we're warriors with you. Mm -hmm. So whatever you want to fight, because you're indigenous just like I am, mm -hmm. you know, we're here to fight with you. Mm -hmm. How does it feel knowing that it's so well received and that people in the community are you know, reaching out to you and want to be informed about all of these topics? It makes me feel hopeful. Um, I look at it and I see the bigger wide frame of it and you know, with what happened on Standing Rock and seeing the brutality of it, mm -hmm. you know, made me feel like the government didn't care of about us as, as we what we were. We were people. We were human people. Mm -hmm. And to see that there was no oh respect there, or anything, mm -hmm. you know, that was that was very disheartening. It, it was hard to swallow, um, and it left a sore spot with me. Um, but with the Quad Cities, you know, they, they want to know. They, they, want, we, they want to know what we're doing. They want us to teach them, you know, or if they're going to do an event, they want to know, well, you know, we're we doing it the correct way. And that right there, that makes me feel good because it means they're being respectful to our culture. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot. For Thanksgiving, those of us who celebrated or want to continue, what would you want? us to do or recognize as part of that day? You know, I'm, this, this is just, you know, how I do it. I, I'm not asking everybody to do that. You know, it's just this sets deeper with me because, you know, I am indigenous. Yeah. But, you know, I think if I was to speak to every household and say something to every household, I would probably say, at least take the time out to really think about what happened on Thanksgiving Day. Mm -hmm. You know, at least acknowledge it. Um, and if you want to, tell a little history about it, you know, or, or find out a little history about it. 
Thank you so much for speaking with me. No, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thanksgiving is also celebrated in Canada on the second Monday of October. Native American Heritage Month was established in 1994. This podcast was produced and edited by Monza Ricosa, reviewed by David Nelson, theme music composed by Gabriel Candiani and Eduardo Moretti Valenzuela. I'm your host, Monza Ricosa. Hasta la próxima. Until next time.